Welcome to New Life Miami, and thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope this word blesses you today. For more information, visit nlmiami.com. We hope to see you soon. And remember, you are loved. Well, praise God. We, we want to go ahead and, and I have some stuff that I, I would love to share. But um, some special things happen as, as the kids go back to the room. They wanted to enjoy the, the, the video. But, but I definitely have some things. I'm good. Okay, I'll take it. Thank you, bro. Um, some things that we want to share and, and some things that, that God did in our hearts and, and whatnot. I, I wanna ask, I'm going to ask Yvonne to come up here for a moment. And um, she, she'll come with her, her notes. So let's give her a hand. Um, the reason why I want her... It's so hard to explain... Um, I don't even know how to put it into words. Um, like, right? I don't, I don't know how you're going to do it. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to do it. To be, to be honest, I don't even know how she's going to do it. Because, because it's, you know when you say things to someone, then they're like, you're just crazy. I guess I feel like I'm the only time. I feel like almost like 90% of the time when I talk, people just look at me like I'm crazy. I feel, <laughs> it's like, okay, at least I tried, but. But this is like that. Like she was sharing what God was doing. And, I, and it was just like, if people don't understand this, they're just going to look at you and say, you just lost your mind. And it was so obvious that God was getting her attention and God was doing something. Uh, maybe I'll share some things after, but, but let her tell it. All right, I had to write it down because uh, it's a little long and there's a lot of detail. And I'm reading from my 10th version. So it took me 10 versions to actually complete it. I don't know that it's complete. Anyway, here we go. My heart's beating fast. (laughs) Okay. For for, For those... Those who are close to me know that I'm very analytical, a logical thinker, and can mainly relate to things that are tangible. So blind faith has always been hard for me to grasp. It's been a running joke with some in my Bible study group that for me to truly, oh, hold on, that for me to truly believe that Jesus is listening to me or near me, that I needed him to literally stand before me and wave, to send angels, to talk to me directly, or something close to that effect. In fact, Lucho and I text through a group message the day before I left for Israel. Here was our conversation. Lucho said, everybody know Lucho? (laughs) Uh, You'll be amazed for what God is going to show you in Israel. I responded, truly looking forward to it, but you know me. I really want to, I really, no. I responded, truly looking forward to it, but you know me. I literally want to be tapped on the shoulder. He responded with two laughing emojis. Maybe you will be tapped. (laughs) So it was very important for me to have a moment during the Israel trip. I shared this concern with Pastor Rigo, and he said, 
that it was okay for me to feel that, the way that I did. He mentioned the Bible story of Thomas, who is also known as Doubting Thomas. Remember that? <laughs> Thomas said, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Unfortunately, on a certain level, I could relate to Thomas. During our visit to Caesarea, while sitting and watching a short film, I found a small black-white circular sticker that simply had the number 23 on it. I think that the sticker was on my camera, but I wasn't 100% sure. I took it and stuck it on the lap of my best friend of 38 years. Ada removed it, rolled it, and trashed it. After our excursion at that site, I went straight to my seat on the, bus to on the, on the tour bus in search of my cell phone, which I never left behind because I used it constantly to take notes for my blog. But my phone was there, underneath my purple blanket. Turns out, it had the exact circular sticker with the number 28 stuck on the case. Stunned, I showed it to Ada, and she said that we have to start paying attention to the number 23. <laughs> Throughout the next couple of days, the number 23 kept popping up. We learned that Miguel was 23. Eli started all of his schooling at the age of 23. Ada's son is 23. Rose, a cashier from the Leonardo Hotel, who many of us connected with, is 23. Every time the number was mentioned, Ada and I said, there it goes again, something is happening. During the next couple of days, twice I tested Astrid. Everybody know Astrid? <laughs> my soul sister and my spiritual teacher. I was concerned that I had, net, I had not yet had the moment. I admitted that I was not paying close enough attention to all that was taught because I was distracted by blogging and taking tons of pictures. As I remained doubtful because the days were ticking away, Astrid remained confident that my moment would happen. She told me not to worry, that God is in control, that the spirit has to be connected with the source of love to be able to have that moment. She said that I have to open up to him, it will work, you'll see. She also prayed for me. So on day seven of this amazing journey, while at Shepherd's Field, which is where an angel appeared to shepherds to announce the birth of Jesus, I made a conscious effort to pay full attention to the sermon and to cut back on my picture taking. I sat, I sat in a row towards the front. Ada was in the back. I remember thinking to myself, I feel a little lighter. It was a good feeling. Pastor Leo began by saying that he was going to read a psalm, Psalm 23. <laughs> and you heard this story. <laughs> I quickly looked back, wide-eyed, to see that Ada was already looking at me. There it was, the 23 that we had been wondering about. Part of Pastor Leo's lesson was about stepping out in faith, that Jesus gives us what we need, not what we want. 
and about us leading and teaching others. After that, we entered a small chapel on the premises where Betsy led a group in singing Holy, Holy, Holy. I shut my eyes to listen because the acoustics sounded so beautiful. After a little while, I turned around because I felt a gentle poke on the left side of my right shoulder. Someone was standing nearby, but he was too far to touch me. I turned back to my original position, shut my eyes, moved around in my seat, shuffled my blouse in case it was stuck to my back due to sweat, and turned around again because the soft poke remained on my inner shoulder. Again, no one was in arm's distance. And there it was, my moment. I was now in a state of shock. I remembered the words, maybe you will be tapped. <laughs> but to be honest, at that particular time, I didn't remember that those words had come from Lucho, but Ada remembered that it was from somebody from our study group. She confirmed that it was Lucho when she, she was checking the group text messages during lunch. The time was 1.23. During this mind-boggling episode, we also figured out that the circular sticker, the circular stickers were on my phone because of my blogging and probably my camera because I was taking so many pictures. These were my constant distractions. All of the moving parts finally came full circle for that moment. It was an amazing experience, although I must admit, I freaked out for quite a while. <laughs> One more thing. SS, what's your favorite song? 23. <laughs> so as Pastor Rigo and my sister Janet noted, you could be like Doubting Thomas. Ask for what you need. You may just get it, literally. You want my roommate to get it? should, right? Roomie? There's more. Come on up. This is Ida, she's my roomie. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't know each other prior. I mean, just here on a couple of occasions. So while on the bus. Don't leave me. Okay, so I, I told the story. After, after the church, I, we, I uh, got on the bus and I told Pastor Rigo, I need to talk to you. He's like, do you want me to sit next to you? I had an empty seat next to me and I said yes. And I told him most of the story. And this is what happened. Hi everybody, my name is Ida. <laughs> Um, before this trip, I don't have anything planned, so I'm just going to tell you what comes from my heart. Before this trip, I didn't even know Yvonne, and Louis has said, hey, you need a, I'm going to have to put you with a roommate, and this, and I said, oh my God, but I snore so much. <laughs> and he's like, it's okay, you, you guys are going to be fine. <laughs> so, um, this whole trip was very um, life-changing for me. I have... Not that I doubt God, but I had a lot of distractions and I felt like a lot of, I hate saying the word, but I had a lot of like evil feelings. And I'm going to try not to cry. The day that 
he came and sat next to her. I wasn't trying to eavesdrop, but they were right behind me. <laughs> and, and I was listening to Pastor Rigo tell her about everything and about distractions, and I'm just sitting there bawling my eyes out. Nobody was even paying attention to me. And um, I was like, God, did you just put him here for, for me to listen? Because I've been looking for a sign for that. And I felt like that's what he did. He put Pastor Rigo there, and we, I was listening, eavesdropping. But I felt like that was also for me as well. And I didn't say anything at first, and I, we went to eat and stuff. And, and I didn't tell Pastor Rigo, and I didn't tell anybody here. I only told a couple of people. But throughout this entire trip, I felt this negativity and evil around me. And not one time, every time I turned around for some reason, God had either Pastor Rigo or Pastor Leo next to me the entire trip. And when I say the entire trip, um, even coming home on the airplane, I had Pastor Leo in front of me. And whenever we were walking and we were weaving between so many people, it was either Pastor Leo or Pastor Rigo right next to me. And I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you for keeping the, like, to me it was like, pay attention because the power is real and we're all protecting you. And I feel like I now have a huge family that protects me. And when we were eating and he started telling us the story about Yvonne, he didn't know that she was actually my roommate. So when he started talking about the 23-23, it just so happens that I shared it with her that night that my mom passed away um, years ago. And Psalm 23 was the actual psalm that she wanted on her card when she passed. It was not a pretty death, but... That hit me hard because that's what my mother wanted me to read at her funeral. And then it also touched her. And it just so happens that we were also roommates. And he was like, what? You guys are roommates too? And it just all came together. And to me, um, it, it, this entire trip was life-changing. And I thank Crystal and Jocelyn for bringing me here to this new family. Thank you so much. New sister. <laughs> you know, it's special because while we were like talk, uh, sharing her story, she's sitting like right in front of me and she's like crying. I'm like, what's going on with her? <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> no, I'm not like, I'm going through the same thing she's going through. <laughs> she's right, we're eating. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, counseling session right here for him. And then she's like, and then she's like, and? I'm like, there's an and? She's my roommate. I'm like, you, got, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> can't make this stuff up. Supernatural, divine, heavenly visitations. People think like, when I get to heaven, I'll see. When I get to heaven, I'll feel. When I get to heaven, I'll... Re what? Our Father, who are in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth. As it is in heaven. You don't have to wait. For heaven. Heaven might be waiting for you. Bring heaven to earth. Because it was his prayer. Those are heavenly visitations. I'm going to ask Maori to come up here. And Alex. Can we get Alex out there? Mari, do you have the pictures? If not, you can't come up. 
Are the pictures going to come up on the screen? Did you give it to them? All right, awesome. You could come up then. Because the pictures really give proof to what he's going to share, somewhat of it. Your wife will start coming, her, she'll start making her way up. Yeah, let's just do it today. It's better, it's fresher today, right? Boca Tough. Thank you, May, for having the bus ready. That's how our, our, our tour guide. And if you know me, I, I, I try to get people's voices and I make impressions. So me and Cito the whole time. I'm just killing time before my wife gets up here. And then he'll be like, Cito? Yesi likes to be called, no, Yesenia likes to be called Yesi. But our favorite was Yoslan. Because he's, he's asking everybody how they pronounce their name. Yoslan's like, Yoslan. And he goes, Yoslan. He goes, no, Yoslan. And the guy goes, Yoslan. He goes, Ephesus on the lawn. <laughs> he's going to kill me. Yossi. But then another sign, the other bus driver's name was Yossi. So we're like, Yossi. He goes, don't call me Yossi. This is my better half, by the way, for those who don't know, Alexandra. You want to start? Go ahead. Oh, me, go ahead. Okay. So, as you see, everybody has been, sh like, there's been a common theme of, of us uh, seeing signs and wonders. I'll, I'll, start, I'll start with that. And for me, it's been mostly... Uh, Sometimes I lack the faith of believing that. Like, I'll see it in other people, and I'll believe it in them, but in my own life, I'll be like, that can't happen to me. Can I get a witness to that? So I have super faith for you. I have very little faith for me, and she can attest to that. She's always rebuking me. And let me go with the rebuke theme, because we started out of, I wanted more spiritual stuff. I go, man, I want more spiritual stuff. I'm tired of seeing the, the Jewish side. I'm, 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 I'm tired of seeing King Herod. I know more about King Herod, so if you want to know about King Herod, come talk to me. Excuse me. I can tell you everything about King Herod. But it's awesome, though. It's good. And then Lewis um, rebukes me, saying, bro, if you want to be spiritual, this is not a vacation trip. You got to start reading your Bible and start praying deeply and go in proximity. You know me, right? Those who know me, I got upset. I was like, oh, you going to tell me on my vacation that I got to read the Bible and I got to go deeper. So what happens that night is I wake up at 3 in the morning. And I remembered his words when he challenges us that sometimes we're going to have a time in our life where we either have two choices, either go back to sleep or go deep in prayer. Get on your knees and just go for it. So I said, I'm going for it. And I started bawling, crying, that booger coming down. But, and I'm like, OMG, I'm going to wake up Alex. And Alex was snoring too. So Aida, you're, you're, you're good. <laughs> she was just, and she, she, she never snores. I'm going to say it was allergies. I have to, I have to go back home later. And... <laughs> I'm bawling, crying, and, and, and the day be, that same day before that night, um, Mercy and Lewis shared in Capernaum of healing the paralegia again. 
Matthew came to my mind so much. Like he was physically there, like here next to me. And I started praying over Matthew. And then Senior came into my mind. And I started praying over Senior just because of his, of, of his heart and the change. And I always say when I grow up, I want to be like him serving, you know, having that heart for people. Like he, he sets a great example for all of us here. And I said, man, I want, he's a good man. And I want to be a good man. So I'm praying over them. And then God just starts talking to me. And it's just like, I don't want to open the fine phone, but it's just words dear to my heart. Like, paka, 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 just starts coming. And I get the phone out. And I just like, let me write this down because I'm going to forget it. I just, bro, I have a paragraph. And I'm telling Rigo. But then we get to the baptism in the Jordan. And I remember that first when Lewis sent a text message saying, who wants to get baptized? And I'm like, I already got baptized. I don't need to get baptized. But of course, for fear of missing out, I was like, I'm going to get baptized because I saw everybody with the robes and I'm like, I'm getting baptized today. <laughs> right? Oh, so everybody's going in the water and it's, 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 it's so cool, man. And then I just, I'm praying over everybody. You know, just, bro. And then I just started praying before I went, my turn to go in, I was towards the end. I go, Lord, um, I don't need the heavens to open up. And a dove to come down because I'm not worthy of that. Jesus was. But I just need to have a sign that, 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 that you're with me and that you're well, you're well pleased with me and I'm your son and I'm walking the right ways. Now I say that because my job closed on me. I don't have a job. I'm in the process of getting a license that they told me I have three weeks to get the license. So many obstacles before this week even happened that it costs a lot of little faith. So I said, God, I just need to know because I need you. And then something happened that I felt a voice go, go to Ellie and tell her to pray over Alex after everything. So I go to Ellie, and before I get to Ellie, I'm like, and Ellie looks at me like this, like, and her words, are you okay? And I go, I'm just sensitive, sorry. And she goes, you're okay, brother? You're okay? I go, and then she actually understood me. I don't know how, because it's that broken crying, like, oh, can you please pray over Alex? And she goes, when now? Is she, is she okay? Those were her words. I go, no, no, after, after the baptism. So we go, and I, we get baptized together, which was amazing. And then Cito, this is the after part. I just get in the water, and I keep on crying uncontrollably. And I literally feel... Like I'm in a different place. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel regal next to me. I don't feel anybody. I felt at that moment that I literally went somewhere else. And it's amazing because, do we have the picture? There's my sign. Alex gave Crystal her iPhone and said, hey, take a, take a picture of us. And Crystal can attest, she was moving around trying to get different angles and the light kept following me. Oh, come on. And the cool part was that we get back on the bus and I didn't see the picture till we got on the bus. And I, Rigo happens to be in the back with the back crew, because we were the back crew. <laughs> back of the bus is trouble, baby. Back of the bus is trouble. And I 
go, bro, look at these pictures, how cool. He goes, wait a second, who took these pictures? I go, Crystal. He goes, Crystal, tell me about this. She goes, no, I was trying to move around, and it kept following Maori. The light kept following Maori. He goes, that's all I need to know. I just started breaking down, crying back again with him right there, and I said, how is that even possible? But at that moment, I can tell you, I got baptized by the Holy Spirit. I always heard being baptized by the Holy Spirit and I always felt it was spirit-led. I was because I wouldn't be here if I wasn't. But I can tell you right now, my heart is so sensitive that he prophesied to me weeks ago, let his whisper be a thunder to your soul. And when I can tell you right now, I hear God in such a clear crystal voice that I know he's speaking and leading me to do things right now. It's, I can't even doubt it. Can't even doubt it. And then he prays over us at the Sea of Galilee. And it's special because everything that he prayed and prophesied over us was our desire for our family, for Max, for our legacy. Because God has been dealing with me in a way right now that I'm called to be an Abraham in my family. And it's so beautiful because guess what? I just got to be the root. Max and his kids and his, his kids, they're going to be the fruit. And they're going to be the generation in this darkness. That they're going to be light. And I might not see it now, but I'll see it one day in heaven. I got called to be an Abraham. And I'm happy and fine with that. Um, this is just so special. Um, just from hearing um, some of the stories from um, the little group meeting that we had after the um, after we finished the trip, um, a lot of the things that I saw was and that it was confirmed to me was it was we faced so much um, opposition before coming to this trip. I don't know a lot of people mentioned it, and for us was like. Insane, like it was one thing after the other that we were, and I told this to a few people, um, we were about to pull out because um, his, um, my father-in-law got a really bad stroke and my mother-in-law is the only one that takes care of my son. So we're like, honey, we, we're not gonna be able to do it. And then his job, and then I don't know, a few more other things that were like, what's going on? So I know that um, the fasting and the prayer meeting that we had was just such a blessing because to me that was the first time that got confirmed and it was like no this is this is going to be very special and so that was my prayer for 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 that trip um i wanted to have a deep encounter with him in a in a different level i wanted to experience the supernatural and i i really was i really went with the heart of um expecting something big and let me tell you, God was just amazing in the ways that he revealed himself to me in, in dreams and things here and there that were just a clear thing of letting me know that he was with me. I wanted, I wanted him to, yes, I've been with the Lord for a long time and yes, we've been walking together in him, but I really wanted him to, for the spirit of God, for him to reveal to himself to me and tell me, you know, my spirit lives in you. And like he says, a lot of the times I see it in other people and we have faith and, 
yeah, you can overcome that, God is with you, and that's 100%, but for us, sometimes it's like, God, like, look at all this, what, you know, what's going on in my family, what's going on in everywhere, and I know you're there, but, like, I kind of need a sign. <laughs> I need to make sure that, like, you're with me, and that was just one thing after the other, um, even with prayers and things that Lou spoke to also, um, it was just confirmation, further confirmation that what he was putting in my heart was what he wanted, and, and, and so this trip was amazing in, in every sense. It was, it was something definitely that is bringing us closer to him, and um, it's just making everything for us to, as a family. I wanted um, this especially also for as a couple, for him, for us to grow together in him, so it was, it was definitely amazing, an amazing experience. I gotta add the shekel. I gotta add the shekel. Can I have the shekel? The, the shekel. Story? Okay. Um, she, I'm the one of a few words, right? So, we're in the Mount of Olives. We're in the shirt, and we're taking a group picture. We're looking over a thing. All of a sudden, um, a, she- a twenty shekel, twenty a twenty shekel bill just flies towards Alex's feet, and she just picks it up, and she goes, "Hey, whose shekel is this?" We were like, "No." And when have you heard people say, hey, whose money is this? And everybody says, no, not mine. <laughs> we have honest people on that, on, on that bus. And she's like, no, 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 Hey, is your shirt is not yours? No, 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 no. Everybody's checking the thing. We're good. She shows me later the picture because somebody, I don't know how we even got a picture of that. It's so crazy. It looks fine on this side. looks perfect. This side looks perfect. Where the shekel, you see the shekel blurry. This is all blurry. And she's like, look at this. I don't know how I got the picture of the shekel flying towards me. And this side looks perfect. This side looks perfect. This side, it looks crazy blurry. And I'm like, doesn't make sense. Then she starts looking at the numbers and she sees that Hebrew, the number of 20. And it was, it means expectancy. Um, It means um, that the spirit in God dwells in you. It mentioned a few stories of the Bible where the number 20 is mentioned. And, um, and it was, um, it was expensive, but there was another word. I don't know, because we're talking about it at lunch and her hands are shaking like this, like going crazy. And I'm like, my wife is fooled with the Holy Spirit, come on. And we had the best burger that day. So that's all I gotta say about that. Beautiful, amen. Hallelujah. Man. You know, um, <clears throat> these are things that many people went through and, and, and have experienced, you know. Just just the Lord show up and and move in just supernatural ways like that. So special. I'm sitting back here and I'm watching people share and looking into some of your eyes, and I could see how the Lord is ministering to some of you. Some of you, maybe you can't stop crying. I want you to know what we pray for here at 9.30. We have what's called a 9.30 huddle here, but I encourage people to come at 9.30 and we pray for these chairs. And today I was reminding people, pray for these chairs that when people sit here, that they could cry and they can't control their tears. And that's what we've been praying a lot for our church, you know. Lord, let let us learn how to cry again. And I've seen some of you with tears falling from your face. 
And I believe it's, it's the Holy Spirit tugging at your heart. Amen.